Hey, it's your boy DJ Wolf Live. Uh, I'm on live right now. Uh, you can call me right now, live 240 523 3530. That's 240 right now i'm on live i'm taking your calls right now we got a lot of stuff to talk about yes This your boy DJ Wolf, the one and only, on live, on here, on Spreaker, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. Also, it'll probably be simulcast later on on iHeartRadio. And uh, I'm on live right now as we speak, guys. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to everybody and say how everybody's doing. Um, you can call me again, 240-523-3530. That's 240-523-3530. Right now, I'm on the air right now live, guys. Um, just wanted to talk about a few things tonight. Um, the first thing that I heard this morning, I went walking with my wife uh, out, out and about this morning through uh, the complexes, between the two complexes that we live at. But anyway... So we were on our way back. We were on the last, probably about the last maybe quarter mile back. And I got a text right about close to 10 o'clock. A little after 10, something like that. And said that uh, actor Adam West, who was uh, very well known in the 1960s TV series, 
Batman had passed away at the age of 88. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was shocked. So I was devastated, though, but shocked. I mean, I wasn't really too shocked, but uh, you have to understand, uh, he was an older gentleman. Man, he had a he had a pretty uh, albeit somewhat mild, but a very successful career. Very successful career as an actor. Been in the business for a long time, well over fifty years that I know of. Because I know I, he was doing films before he did television. You know, and but I think his breakthrough honestly was the series Batman. Batman was the thing that brought him fame beyond fame. You know, because otherwise he probably would have been just another actor. But he wasn't just another actor. He was an actor to play the role of a well-established superhero that had been established for decades. But when it got to television, man, it just blew up all over the place. And I uh, was barely two years old when the series came out in 1966. But I remember watching it when I was about three and four years old. I used to watch it all the time. My dad, my dad was a huge fan of Batman. He used to watch the old Batman serials from the 1940s when he was a kid. And I actually just recently discovered watching that about eight, nine years, about, yeah, about several years ago myself because they were selling the old Batman DVDs. Um, there were the, the, the original Batman serials on DVD right now. I bought, I bought the whole series. You know, I've been a fan of Batman for many years myself. I used to read a lot of the, the detective comics when I was a kid. And fascinated me. You know, this is a guy, Bruce Wayne, that lost his parents during a a botched robbery attempt. Well it was it was a it was a it wasn't a, exactly a botched robbery, but it was a it was a robbery that turned tragic. And uh Bruce Wayne lived as an orphan for uh his life. You know, as a child. And he wanted not only revenge for his parents' death but he seek out justice as a whole. And although Adam West's character was campy at times, I think that his character, uh, from what I saw, on screen and off, personified what he was really about. At least that's the way I've seen it. He's always presented himself as being that mild-mannered guy that was about truth and justice. You know, I don't know a lot about his personal life, but but his family seems to support that. And I mean, I've never, you never really heard any, you never, now I think about it throughout his entire career, you never heard a lot of BS about his career outside of him playing the role of Batman that I can ever recall. Nope. No drug issues, no alcohol issues, nothing of the sort. So he kind of lived his life like that, you know. But uh, he called himself the Bright Knight. I didn't even know that. And he uh, appeared in several films and television series. Uh, one of them, the most notably one recently was, I forgot to mention in my earlier podcast today, uh, he was uh, he played uh, Mayor. Was Mayor Quimby on Family Guy? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he played himself. And I think I heard him. He, I think he did a voiceover on the Boondocks one time, too. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, he did. He played a judge in the R. Kelly trial in the Boondocks. That was a good one. Loved him in that. But 
I had a chance to meet him a few years ago myself. As a matter of fact, I think it was one of the it was was a comic book. It was uh, I ain't been there in a while though. I went to uh, the DC uh, uh, was it the comic book first? I think I think it was that one. If I'm not mistaken, I know one of them. I know it was either one of the shows that he that they did. I think he was at that one. Uh, it was the comic book convention either last year or the year before? I I know I didn't go last year. I went the year before that, and I can tell you, a DC comic book convention was a dream come true for me. Because even though I was a kid, when they had comic book conventions, they didn't have comic book conventions near my my neighborhood, nowhere near it. You know, not even downtown Cleveland. Had I mean, if they had them, I didn't know anything about them. They weren't in the city; they were always somewhere outside the city, on the other side of town. You know, some of the neighborhoods of people didn't like me. You know, at least the one in D.C. it was accessible. It was right there at the convention center. I got right there on the metro. I drove my car to the metro. I think I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I either drove my car to the metro. It was like a few years ago. It was a year before last. And I drove, I drove, I drove, matter of fact, I drove up to, uh, about a couple of blocks up from there. I caught short metro bus over there. I mean, a metro rail. Got right on out there, man. It cost me forty bucks, but you know, hey. And I bought a few things. I didn't buy a whole lot of stuff. I still got some stuff. Matter of fact, that was that. Uh, one of the things I bought was a uh, this, this leather painting of a a wolf. I think I'm pretty sure I did buy that there. But anyway, among other things, and I was really impressed by the comic book convention. I mean, it was so many people of my ilk that was there that love has share for superheroes and comic books you know and my appreciation for comics goes deep man I go all the way back to the early 70s with comic books like really late 60s and early 70s I mean I was five years old when I started getting my first comic books in 1969 I loved them and I was looking at the pictures of some of them I would actually read you know I was just that much into them then it's really one of the reasons I started reading really at an you know, earlier age. Well, not early age. But well, yeah, that's probably true. But anyway, but I loved it. I loved everything about comic books. And Batman, the television series, played a big role on that for me growing up. It really did. You know, it was telling you about, you know, doing the right things and fighting evil. You know, Bible talks about fighting evil all the time good and evil and superheroes uh, tend to go that same route in terms of good versus evil but with Adam West's character on Batman personifies it uh, how can I put it I think next level he was just a crime fighter wanting to do good man you know, although it was the campier version of Batman, but you you enjoyed it. It was family fun. It really was. It wasn't, you know, you know, wasn't no, you know, a whole lot of mess going on with that with the show. The show was it was pretty cool. It was a cool show. And you could let your kids watch that. You know, it's not lots of shows like the matter of fact the superhero shows now like that are, are that I've watched like a supergirl and uh I haven't really caught Arrow and I saw Flash. Those shows are in Spider-Man. Those shows are on a totally different level now. They really are. They're not the um, 
Not the show your parents grew up with. Not even close. Like Supergirl, they actually introduced uh, her sister as a lesbian was a lesbian on the show, and she dates another lesbian who's a cop. You know, her sister I think worked for I forgot some kind of government agency on the show, and her and her sister's girlfriend is a cop. Something along that line, but and I'm not sure about the Flash. I've been, I've really I, I watched a couple episodes of it from first season and I kind of fell off, and I watched some Arrow, but but the yeah, my, my headphones messed up a little bit. But what I'm saying is, is a little uh, the the storylines are different. The storylines are more adult oriented. They tend to be. Especially some of the shows I've seen now, they are. You know, especially with shows like Supergirl and Flash and all that. Where the Batman show that I saw was very campy, but it had some great fighting scenes. The music was really good for that for that era. It was very good. I loved it. And the theme was crazy because I was like, Batman. I loved it. And then a revitalization came back with the Batman genre of films. And Prince helped to elevate that with the soundtrack. The soundtrack was hot. It was probably one of the hottest soundtracks I ever heard to this day. You know, Prince put out some bad records on there. And then he, I didn't forgot he banged Kim Basinger. That's another whole story. But it brought back the genre. Now, it's, even the storylines in that changed a little bit. And so did the character actor, the actors. Because from what I heard in the 70s, uh, Adam West was supposed to have came back to play Batman in the movie. You know, I know uh, they did bring the Batman character back where he played uh, Batman in the animated series in the late 70s. I remember watching it. And, uh, you know, uh, he did not only one. I heard, I heard he actually did two uh, DC Universe Batman movies. Like one of them I actually have. I'm trying to think. There was the, something about the Return of Batman. Don't worry. It was called the Return of the Cape Crusaders. Get it? It's good. The animation is really good. But I thought it was kind of cool. I, matter of fact, unfortunately, I didn't get to finish watching all. I was planning on watching. I watched all but the last, I think, 15 minutes of it. And I just, I don't know. I, just, I, just, I think I was doing something else. But I'm gonna make sure that I put it back in my. Um, DVD rotation and just watch it from the beginning because it was good. I liked it. It reminded me a lot of the show. And there's another one I heard it was coming out about the, him with up against the Joker or something. I don't, I don't remember exactly the name of it. Oh, no, Two Face. Something about, about Batman versus Two Face. And they said Adam West did was working on that. And they said, I guess they, they're doing the final touches on that from what I heard. I can't wait to see it. And that was the last two things that he did. Professionally, you know, like wow. So, I'm glad that he did leave a legacy that you know generations to come about being a superhero, okay, or you know, a character of the of the genre of what a basic superhero is, and that's kind of what he was. But they said he lived that persona in real life, not so much as a superhero, but as just a regular citizen. You know, just a regular guy. And if you watch his interviews over the years, that's pretty much the way he always came off to me. You know, so that's kind of my tribute to Adam West, man. May you rest in heaven, brother. We love you. We'll talk. That's coming from Wolf from the Heart.
made made a lot of my days as a kid watching on television. And my dad got a kick out of you too, so. All right. Moving around along here. Uh, we got a couple of stories we're going to check in shortly. Um, let's see here. There was, okay. Well, let me go a little bit further into uh, and what they were talking about. Uh, according to TMZ.com. And, uh, damn it, I can't believe they had, you know, this is what tripped me out. Now, TMZ had it down halfway across their page. It wasn't even the top top uh, story. I think it was breaking news at one point, but it wasn't the top story. But oh, so they okay. So well, anyway, they did list them in there. Uh, they previously talked about, it, and they did run on ABC from 1966 to 1968. By the time I I got I wear Batman on television, I was like three four years old, and this is when it was originally running. You know, let's see here. Uh, so he actually down on Friday night. Okay. Um, but I didn't hear about it this morning. And I like, it said, uh, okay, the family released a statement. I think I saw it on Twitter, though, but I didn't get to read all of it. They said, uh, say down on Friday night, as according to TMZ, uh, West died Friday night. And so, as a matter of fact, they, we talked about it in a cookout I went to the day too. I forgot. I kept saying West, but they didn't say who it was. I'm like, oh, man. Anyway. They said, West died Friday night in his home in Los Angeles. The family released a statement saying that our dear, our dad always saw himself as the bright night. And he was. He was in the dark night. He was in the bright night. And he, and I'm going to always remember him for that. And inspired to make a positive impact on his, impact on his fans' lives. And I heard he did that anyway. He was and always will be our hero. And he's going to be one of mine forever in a day. Uh, fellow Batman actor, Ben Affleck, who's currently playing him, and matter of fact, not one, two films. Uh, matter of fact, Justice League is supposed to come out later this year. He played in the Batman Superman movie not uh, long ago last year, which I, I got mixed reviews on that. I'll probably talk about it another time. But they said, uh, fellow Batman actor Ben Affleck echoed the sentiment in a tweet. And it was quoted. He was quoted saying, "Adam West exemplified heroism, and he really did. You know, he took his role to heart. Now, that's coming from me. But according, uh, Ben Affleck also said, kind, funny, and an all-around great guy. Thank you for showing us how it's done. He was 88. Uh, now, I was gonna play a little of it, but I think I, yeah." I I hold off, you know. Well, I hold off on it. I'm 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 gonna bum myself because there's just so much going on this week. Ooh. It's just so much. Uh, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. Well, let me uh get off that topic and talk about another topic. Also on TMB, TMZ, <laughs> but uh, I'm a little bit. Out- Topic here because I'm looking at a picture of Amber Rose in the bush. <laughs> Talk about push, push in the bush. All right. Uh, shocks with bottomless picture brings back the bush. Now she's thick in the motherfucker. I'm going to tell you right up right front. She's thick as shit. Yes, indeed. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's quite pretentious. 
Bright potential, because she had a nice thick little bush up in that joint. Damn. She all oiled up too? Jesus. I shouldn't even say that name. <laughs> Just looking at this, this woman. <laughs> Man. Mm-mm. And she got ass for days too. Don't know if it's real now. It looked kind of real to me, but. And she really showed that bush. What she got to say? She on Twitter. What's she talking about here? Hey, you looking kind of cute, bro. I ain't gonna lie. For real. I know I'm married and all. I'm happily married 25 years plus. But if I wasn't married, I'm looking at this picture of Amber Rose with the titties hanging out. Honestly, if I was single, I fucked the shit out of her. Be honest. I won't want to. She's sexy, though. You know she had thought. I ain't said Mary. I said fuck her. <laughs> Man. What you got to say, sexy? Man, you know. Damn thing. Damn shame you thought, but she is hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, she posted this on Instagram. Oh, shit. Wow. Got the photo removed. Wow. So the campaign is to bring back the bush. Yeah, you should. And she all oiled up and shit too. Let me let me get up off that tip on Amber Rose. <laughs> Jeez. Whoa. They also talking about a hot teacher busted allegedly had sex with three high schoolers. Hey, well, she is. This, this, this is high. This high school teacher, she is pretty hot, though. I ain't gonna lie. God damn, she's only 25. Let me stop. No one, I'm wrong. Look <laughs> at all this stuff. Wow. Can't believe that. I had to uh, also say, uh, Congratulations, my Cavaliers, for fighting their way out, out, out of the hole. Again, second year in a row they did it. Uh, they were down. Three to nothing. They were about to be counted out. You know, they was about to be counted out last night. You know. And I'm glad they did that because they needed to get out the hole. Real talk, because they was in serious trouble. Serious trouble. You know. And I'll give credit where credit is due. I'm going to be honest. Um, they were kicking ass. They took advantage of what they had to take advantage of to get out the hole. And I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. They look good. They look sharp. They came out to win. That's all there is to it. They had to. You know, so I give credit, man. You know, but already they think that the Kardashians crush them because they wear their jerseys. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that is so not true. Because I really would like to see Cavaliers go back and win it again. You know. Although, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking because they got, they're playing Golden State Monday night, so. I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to do the same thing. I could be wrong. I know uh, one of the guys I talked to tonight with my church, and he was like, the Cavs going to do it again. 
He said they're gonna they they said they're they gonna they gonna get they gonna get past my next win. They're gonna win. It's gonna be a tie game. He said they're gonna tie the series, and he think Golden State's gonna take it. Golden State has a home field advantage anyway. Cavaliers only on the game, I think, is the game after they play at Golden State if they get past it. So I like to see him do it. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Do I want them to see him do it? Of course I do. I'm from Cleveland. You know. But I'm still proud of them nevertheless. I would have loved to saw the Indians and the Cavaliers win the same year. And they should have. But they, at least they were both in the respective uh, championship series the same year. That's something that's never happened Cleveland. They didn't mention that. Cleveland was the first time, not only in 52 years, that they actually won a championship title in any sports there. But it was also the first time that both the basketball and baseball teams was in the championship series the same year. That was never mentioned all throughout, all throughout last year. You know, although Indians didn't win, but they were extremely close. They, really, they should have won games. They should have took that. But I think there's some politics behind that. That's just me. So, but Cavs, keep it going. Keep your head up. Keep the momentum. Brian, your homie boy, do your thing for the, do your thing for the hometown. Do your thing for the home state. We all proud of you. Now, some people, yeah, whatever, man. It's just they just stick in, sticks in the mud. That's all. But me, I'm gonna tell you, I don't give a damn what nobody say. You doing you. Everybody else. And go straight to hell for that, making that stupid comment about LeBron. You know, just to just shut up because you don't know LeBron. You know, I don't know, but I don't. But I'm, I'm but I'm still got his back. All right, Nick Gordon, <laughs> this dude, man, what the fuck? They just they also reported on TMZ that uh, he was arrested for being a new girlfriend in a jealous rage. He just don't get it, do he? Well, your ass need to be locked up. He's a guy with murder anyway, pretty much. Ooh. And he keeps on doing it. Keeps on doing it. You know. But, um, I don't know. Black America Web has already posted some crazy stuff. You know, what is it with our country, man? Just racist, man. It's just. It's just, I don't know. We need to grow up. This country needs to grow up. Stop being so immature. You know. You got all these racist dudes accosting people of color because of the color of the skin. It's really a form of trying to control And conquer that person. And you're using skin as an excuse to conquer. Well, no, you won't. For the most part, it's control. You want to control their narrative. You want to control their freedom of speech. You want to control every aspect of everything they do. 
No, I got news for you. This ain't 1870, motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you right up front. This is 2017. People of color are not going to tolerate that shit. And yeah, this is DJ Wolf saying that. People of color is not going to tolerate that bullshit. Let me tell you why. Number one, our forefathers came up from the ranks, from the bottom of the barrel, among generations to generations that have made strides in our cultures. You know, maybe not giant strides, but strides where you could eventually take it to the next level. We're not having it. At some point, we got to stop talking about it and start dealing with it. I also say that too. Dealing with it head on. Directly. People ain't going to tolerate that no more. No. Mm-mm. We came too far by faith to let somebody else rain off on our fucking parade. I'll be damned. Real talk. Real talk. And I know my people ain't gonna ain't gonna play with that bullshit. We're not. We're just not. We're not. I had a discussion with some 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 of my church family about that today. You know, like everybody, you know, one guy was talking about he worked. I think he said he worked for thirty somebody years his job, and I think he went to another job. He was like, he said, "How you like your job? Like, it pays the mortgage, it pays the bills, and that's what I like about it." And I understand where you're coming from. All of us have that thing where, you know, you're doing your jobs and stuff. And it's nothing more than just the average job that pay you a check. I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people, to be honest. They like to be able to be employed and do their job so they can get a check. You know, people use when I was back in the day, I was working I was working as a delivery person. And I didn't smile a lot. Um, I didn't. I wasn't making no money. I was trying to raise a young family with a baby, newborn baby at the time. And uh, I didn't feel I was going anywhere. And then try to go to school. Went back to school. I called hell for two years trying to do that. They go to work doing that bullshit. They had a transfer. You know, got on that transfer and, you know, catch two buses. This is after I got out of work and just barely made it in the class. I did it for two years. I caught hell. But I'm going to tell you, by the time I finished and the time I graduated, it was worth it. It was. It was, it was seriously, it was worth it. 
I can honestly say that with a straight face. It was fucking worth it. And sometimes you have to hold your head up and say, you know what? I got my health. I got my family. My family beside me. And I want the best for my family. And I'm going to do what I got to do. This generation of our parents didn't like having to shine shoes or bust tables or press Mr. Charlie's clothes or wash the white kids' nasty asses. But they did it. My grandmother did it. You know, my father worked in the mine for 35 years. My mom's working in the nurse. And uh, not only in nursing homes, but in hospitals for 30 some odd years, 40 some odd years. And to be honest, it was them being able to work and getting something out of it was bringing the paycheck home to feed the kids and keeping the roof over their head. That's always been the American way. And hopefully, people won't try to ruin that. Section 8 is another story, but another different story. I'll be honest with you. I think Section 8 should be based on what you're actually doing, not on what you're actually having. You know, Section 8 to me, on some level, is bullshit. Yeah, you heard me say that. Bullshit. I was on welfare back in the mid-80s. I was on it barely a year. And I hated it. I didn't like being on welfare. I didn't even like having to, somebody had to give me a check every month and tell me when I could get paid versus me being able to be able-bodied young and go out there and get my own job. And not going around screwing every chick on the planet trying to make babies. Those are the things that I did do and then some of the things I didn't do. I tried to do the right thing by not wanting to be in welfare and I didn't go around screwing every chick that I met trying to make babies and then be piled up with responsibilities before I was ready to take home responsibilities. This is a problem with a lot of young people today. They go out there and party or whatever and meet you know girls or guys or whatever and they decide to get responsible after the fact you're supposed to be getting responsible with your life before all of the other stuff come come around that way you're prepared to do what you need to do before that happens you know that's like my wife didn't have any kids when I met her and I didn't well okay I had one kid out of wedlock before I met her alright I was in the military, though. You know, one like I was out there hanging and slanging him and broken all that. But still, and I, and I made that mistake and I paid for it, you know, for years. But I was responsible enough to make sure that I took care of that responsibility. You know, I didn't keep being irresponsible, doing irresponsible stuff and not taking care of it 
Because, see, everybody else like to play catch-up. You know, they like to do the stuff after the fact. And then get in trouble behind it. Because they weren't responsible. They weren't able to afford to take care of any of their kids. But. All right, guys. I'm going to cut a little short here. I see I'm not getting any calls. But you're always welcome to call me. Uh, 240-523-3530. All right, guys. Well, it's DJ Wolf. Uh, thank you for listening. I really truly appreciate it. It's been an honor to be able to be out there and be a different voice. And I'm going to say this before I go up there. I think I'm saying right now. Go to church, guys. Yes, I said it. Go to church. You know, so one thing we need in our lives more than anything right now. You know, I know it's going to sound a little crazy. But talking to my church family is the best thing that I've ever done. And today was one of those days I went out. I didn't want to go, but I decided to go ahead and go. And I had so much fun talking to them, man. We're like family. It's like the family that I've never really had. You know, when I lived at home, I dealt with a lot of that crazy stuff. Matter of fact, let me stop the music right quick. because I'm, And I'm going to say this before I go. Um, I went home back in April, and I know I talked about it before. And I'm going to tell you the truth. The family I knew 25, 30 years ago is not the family I know today. I know they're only getting older, but it's more the same drama. Drama. Drama, drama, fucking drama. And I still can't believe that they still have that animosity as old as they are now. They're they're up in the 70s now. And I'm like, damn, y'all still talk like that to each other. I cannot believe that. Y'all still have a lot of animosity and hate towards each other. I don't get it. I don't get it. My mom's be like, no, I don't hate, no, I don't hate you, I don't And be lying through her fucking teeth. And she said, there's so-called, so-called Christian. Just lying. And I know she lying. And I try not to argue about it. But I get so upset because I kind of feel like she's not coming from an honest place with me. Yeah, I know she's being dishonest and being very disingenuous. And swear it's not so, but I know it is. It's just, it's just you know, whereas my church family, and I noticed something, they were, they've been more honest with me in five years than my parents been in 52. I'm being totally honest. And that's a fact. This is DJ Wolf. And I'll tell you more about that a little later. Matter of fact, I should go ahead and just kind of uh, talk about it just a little bit more before I get off here. But I, I had to, Bring it up. God bless my church family, man. I'm telling you right now. If it wasn't for my church family in the last five years, boy, I would not know what to do. I'm being serious. I love y'all. You know, it just is just down home. Utmost just the sweetest people I've ever met. And I, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. And I'm gonna, I'm going to do my best when whenever we get to our new church home, I'm going to really, really Get more involved. You know. I have to. 
we talk about today. And I told him, I said, five years ago, I was out in the woods. But I got out the woods. I got out the cold. You know, I came to a warm environment. Something I didn't even have living at home. 21 years. You know. And it felt good. It felt good. That's why I know when people say what they want to about the church. That's a song called Don't Talk About the Church If You Don't Know. And that I will say. And I know some people do. And that's fine. They got their own opinions to it. But I've been there five years. And I can honestly say for the most part, them people have not changed. In five years I've been there. You know, in five years. That's a good feeling when the same people you knew five years ago are the same people you know now. And I do consider them family. Very much so. The reason why I go. The reason I'm going to continue to go. You know, people have to really understand. The Bible, we know the Bible, and I'm going to be honest about this. The Bible is a book of stories, but it's a book of important stories teaching you about life. That's what it's about. Teaching you to understand about life as well as what's in the books and what goes on during the biblical era in those times, which is why I love church, which is why I love gospel music, which is why I love singing. And serving for the Lord. And I don't mind saying that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I ain't perfect. We talked about that today, matter of fact. You know, we ain't perfect. None of us are. We've all sinned in the eyes of the Lord at one point or another in our lives. Nobody's perfect. I don't never try to pretend like I'm holier than thou. And I'm not saying this because I think I'm holier than thou. I'm, I'm very much human. I cuss all the time. Cuss like a sailor, you know. And just because you do don't make you necessarily make you a bad person. I may drink a little wine on occasion. Don't necessarily make me a bad person. You know. I get upset at other people. When they piss me off. That's just a normal function for me. You know, it doesn't make me a bad person. I'm a matter of fact, that's where I get along with everybody. You know, I just have to be honest about things that I hear and see. But you can't do that with certain people. Particularly our own people's some cases. That's another whole story. I'll talk about that later. I have talked about it, but I'm going to talk more about it in the future of our podcast. All right, guys. What's DJ Wolf? Um, God bless everybody listening. God, God bless everybody that's not listening. Um, Something I don't really do, and I'm going to do it before I get off here, and I'm going to say a little prayer. Father, dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for blessing me with the best church family I've ever been involved with. They are as much in my family and treat me as genuinely kind and honest and sweet than my own family in all my years living at home. Please watch over this world. This world is going through some stuff. And just let alone the world stateside, it's a lot of crazy stuff happening, man, with our people, our culture 
a way of life. And people, evil people are out to destroy it, Lord. We need the, we need you in our hour of need more than ever. Really. I'm, and I'm coming straight from the heart for you. I tell you, Lord, because this is an evil world. This world is so evil. And mm, sometimes I cry about it. I'm being totally honest. And I, I'm, I'm feeling the tears welling up in my eyes right now as I speak. I'm being, I'm speaking from the heart. You know, evil. You know, I told a story about Cleveland and about this uh, baby who got killed five months old, man. It broke my heart, man. Broke my heart. You know, people didn't even give a damn about it. You know, the people that did it. I heard they eventually got caught, but it just, man, it's breaking my heart when I hear about stuff like that all the time. Kids getting hurt. Kids getting killed. Over stupid shit. Yes. And I'm, I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't mean to say that, but I, I'm just I'm just frustrated. We are always the ones that catch the hell. Like I said, when white people catch cold, black people catch pneumonia. When white people waddle over, over, around in the water, we drown. This is an example of that. You know, when white people lose a lottery, black people get broke. Just examples of how bad it is for, for us in our situations, man. We've always caught hell on stuff, Lord. And it's time that we need a helping hand, a kind word, a kind thought from people. Change the heart and minds of these people, Lord, so we can all get along, Lord. In your world. For our existence Lord. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. That's all I got. Well. Of course as usual. Questions or comments. I can be reached at for all to hear. At gmail.com. For all to hear. On Twitter. For all to hear. In the comment section on YouTube. DJ Wolf Live. On Facebook. And DJ Wolf Online at Yahoo.com. All right, guys, this is DJ Wolf. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Tuning in. Thanks for watching. Uh, I appreciate uh, you uh, watching my show. I think I've been getting more big, bigger, and bigger numbers in like every month on both my Spreaker and YouTube channels. I'm a, I'm still going to work on expanding my show. Uh, I just haven't had as much time because it's been. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I did did the last uh, live podcast. Matter of fact, it's been over a week because I was working on my uh, Nutrisystems uh, diet, and I found another one that my wife's working on called I think some Persona Doctors, which sounds like a very promising thing that I may even get involved with. But I told her I'm going to wait, go through the Nutrisystem program, see how it works. If it don't work in thirty days, that's where I'm going next. All right, guys. Well, that's all I wanted to say. I'm just glad I gave you guys that prayer because I think we need it. This world's evil. And all I'm going to say, you got Trump as president. No said. All right, guys. All right. This is DJ Wolf. 
The show, of course, is produced by DJ Wolf, engineered by DJ Wolf. Music brought to you by Epidemic. Uh, com. I forgot the name of the actual site. Uh, via Spreaker.com. That's Spreaker Studio. All right. This DJ Wolf for DJ Wolf Live. All right, guys. Listen out for my daily podcast. Usually I have a podcast posted up by 8 to 7 o'clock on the weekdays. Please give me feedback. I appreciate you listening to me. Again, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching me. God bless. Y'all take care. And y'all have a good night. Good night, guys. Love you. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy!